Boy. Boy. Commencing podcast, commence computer on. <laughs> <laughs> computer on. <laughs> podcast activated. Commencing podcast activated. Commencing. Bicentennial man. We are computer lords. I am inside your system in your mainframe. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it. But I All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another. Welcome to another episode. Joel, I can't, I can't turn it off. I'm sorry. Hold on. Sorry. Welcome to another episode of I Didn't See It, but I Believe You. I'm Doug. <laughs> I'm Joel, and this is episode 154. I apologize. I didn't know that was a fucking motor. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of find that we got to get better about not talking over each other on this new platform because it cuts us out. You're, you're right. It does. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> Computer analyzing voice code, not responding. Too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> Stupid. What do computers have for dinner or for breakfast? What do they eat? Leave in the comments below. What do computers eat? Uh, cinnamon toast megabytes. Oh, cinnamon dude, toast. Not it. I'm not going anywhere. N- nice shorts. Thank you. What the fuck is everybody's problem? They're like, no, oh, what's look, up with you? Look, when bro, I've look had at these me. for look years. At me, I'm with look you. I meant it. That was a real compliment. Everybody's acting like I've been wearing fucking short shorts for the past 15 years. I remember distinctly when you started wearing short shorts and the conversations yeah, in the group of like, are we just going to let this go? And everybody was like, <laughs> yeah, he looks fine. And I'm letting it go. <laughs> got no legs. Uh, so no, the thing about it is, uh, I'll just think this is all coming to me right now, but I guess, you know, you got to create energy to power on a computer. See? So, and everything's made of energy, including food. So, computers are eating. And I guys, I make a level. That's true. Uh, you, you know, um, actually, when you uh, clean out your recycle bin, mm-hmm. you're, you're helping them digest the stuff that it's already eaten and shit it out. Yeah, I agree. Whoa! I'm in Whoa! space. <laughs> I'm not even going anywhere. What are you doing? How strong I look at this angle. I dropped my little "I love you, Sheriff" pin, and I'm just oh, putting it back. Nice. Along. Yeah, Doug um, loves cops. Confirmed. Doug loves the police state. Confirmed. He said. <laughs> you said cocks. Doug loves. Doug loves cods. It's not cocks unless I say it tastes like cocks. What's that from? <laughs> Walk hard. Hey, oh, so my poor algorithm has just fucking been brutalized. Hold on. Wait, just because I'll never remember to bring this up. Uh, we don't have to talk about it, but I watched, okay. I watched Elvis and it's mm-hmm. it's cancer. It's so bad, but the perform. No, OK, let me rephrase that. It's it's a really heard, interesting. It's a, it's a really good really interesting movie the the kid austin butler the kid playing elvis slays excellent kills it he's magnetic he's fucking awesome to watch and the musical numbers they're fucking dope of course it's Boz lerman it's the dude who made romeo and juliet and moulin rouge and shit like his musical numbers slap uh those mm-hmm. parts are awesome the problem 
is that Tom Hanks is absolutely atrocious in it. He's just so bad. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, Tom Hanks plays his manager and he's in every goddamn scene. And when he's not in the scenes, he's doing voiceover narration and it's batshit crazy. He's got the weirdest accent. He's got like 20 pounds of makeup on and a fat suit and all this. But anyway, my point being, you know what made the movie really fucking hard to get into seriously? Walk uh, hard. Walk hard. Okay. Walk hard has ruined the serious music biopic because it hits every note so perfectly and just like mercilessly slaughters that like that entire like storytelling and progression of story. So when you watch this, it's like, I kept going wrong kid dad. Like it just, it doesn't <laughs> fucking feel serious anymore. It feels like that movie was the, was it like, I can never take it seriously though. Yeah. That's, I know. That's great. I appreciate, I appreciate your take on that. Same thing with like Bohemian Rhapsody. Like the whole time you're just going, yeah, it's, this is, you don't want oh, no part here, of this, right? Freddie. <laughs> Everybody just keeps on talking. When everybody started talking about how great that movie was, I was just, I was, I was baffled. That's that is up there with worst movies I've ever sat through. Okay, anyway, we can move on now. What about your uh, what what shirt are you wearing? I know what you did last summer, and you're wearing Natural Born Killer. Um, no, I think it was last summer. I grabbed it at the last archive sale. My my poor algorithm just got the shit beat out of it, man. It's just like uh, Cat Falls compilations. That's pretty cat, cool. Cat Falls, like, do they land on their feet? Oh, uh, uh, there's a documentary that's on Netflix. I just watched half of it last night. It's pretty interesting about cats. And they have cat psychiatrists on there, psychologists. I sent you something today about a woman whose cat is on, like, 30 different medications. And her family is like, dog, put it down. And she's like, no, I won't. <laughs> I had no idea that was a real thing. Yo, I, I, mean, I do know because Bowie's in uh, therapy. Well, okay. Do you remember when I worked at Hillside with you and uh, somebody gave me a, a doggy Prozac? And, yeah. and then the stupid girl that worked with us told on me. Uh, yeah. I, served, I remember getting pulled aside. like, hey, you know your friend Joel? You got the job here? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, is, does he take? Doggy Prozac? <laughs> no. What? Fucking Jeff, Jeff's dog had anxiety, so they got it Doggy Prozac. It was depressed. And so they gave it, and he was like, you should try this. And he gave it to me. And uh, it's not, it's depression and anxiety. They're two different things. Yeah, that's what I said. He said he was depressed, so they gave him Prozac. Yeah, and he had anxiety. And he, uh, he couldn't walk upstairs good or something. Um, anyway anyway i felt nothing on it because i'm pretty sure there's like 0. 0.0 drug in it but yeah ever since then i've been like huh dogs really really take stuff you know that chimpanzee that ripped up that woman's face in california or florida when oh yeah like, like, a, long time ago? like a decade ago yeah, yeah. with that yeah. Re- with that awful 911 call where she's like it's killing ripping her face off do you know yeah. why that happened because it was a husband and a wife who owned it for its whole life, okay? And it was mostly the husband who took care of it, all right? And the husband yeah. died and left it, left the chimp with just the wife. And the wife was, like, in her 70s, dude. And she could barely take care of herself. And so the chimp got super overweight and never left the house and never did anything. And to calm it down, she got it a prescription for human Xanax and kept him on Xanax 24-7, 
And so he made extremely irrational Xanax decisions all the time. And what happened was he saw this woman that he knew. He knew the woman he mauled, but she picked up his Tickle Me Elmo. And he was thinking she was trying to take his Tickle Me Elmo, and that was all it took, bro. And, like, I, I don't know if you've taken Xanax, but you're pretty capable of just making really irrational decisions that seem perfectly natural in the moment. You know what I mean? That was it. You've given me one. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're perfectly able. To, it feels like you're making the best decisions. And then the next day you're like, I cannot fucking believe the atrocity of the decisions I've made. Uh, but, more like, I don't even remember what I did. Right. And then you slowly realize as your bank account is low and there's no food anywhere and you've microwaved the six pack of beer or whatever. And like, and, it's, <laughs> and you just, and th so this chimp was, this chimp was on fucking Zannies, bro. Barred out. That poor What's woman. Favorite number? My favorite number, sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine. That's a fair two digit number. What's your favorite four digit number? One, two, three, go. Uh, shit, I don't have one. Four twenty. Four twenty. That's three digits. What did I say? JK. Four digit. Oh fuck! I don't have a favorite four digit number. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. My favorite. My favorite three digit number is uh three three three. Oh yeah, for sure the angel numbers, bro. I I prefer six 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 for our dark lord. We have a five, 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 and I'm six, six, six. Oh, what's it like to be a heretic? Oh. Have you uh, heard that new Slipknot? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's tight. I mean, I get it. It's for the, you know, it's kind of like Wu-Tang's for the children. That's how I feel about Slipknot now. I Slipknot's be, for the children. When we got into that last record, uh, I really did get into it, but I never went back to it. I never, I never went back to it though. And then I tried, I really did try with this new one to give it a, like a, like an open fair shot. Eh, it's, it's just not for me anymore. <laughs> that, Fucking uh, unsainted, man. That went fucking hard. Bro, that spider song was sick as fuck. I listened to that yeah. spider song a lot when I was still working at the bookstore. Uh, I would still <laughs> like to see him live one time. I, 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 the list of bands I'd still like to see would be like them, Romstein. Like, I would love to go to a fucking Guar, one like more Guar show. Yeah, Gore is a good live show, most certainly. I have Shutter. I have a Shutter account. I'm going to watch that Gore documentary. I have it pulled up. I keep meaning to. I watched the uh, I watched most of Mad God, and that was pretty good. I need to finish it. I just uh, it has no dialogue, so it kind of just uh, pretty boring. I but, didn't want to um, type all this out when you were telling me about it, but you know who that is, right? The guy who made it. You know? Do you know who he is, though? Someone do a Star Wars, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like he did a lot of like effect shit for films and puppetry and shit, but. He most people know his name, but don't realize they know his name because he was a meme for like a good decade because in the credits, he's the origin. He's the original punchline in the you had one job meme. Do you remember that meme that you had one job his yeah. in the credits of Jurassic Park? It says dinosaur supervisor Phil Tippett. And the meme was Phil, you had one fucking job. Supervise the dinosaurs, you know, and they got out or whatever. So he was like a meme for a while. <laughs> Wait, that's him in the yeah. actual movie? No, no, no. He was the he was the supervisor for the dino animatronics and puppets. Oh, but okay. in the credits, it says dinosaur supervisor Phil Tippett. And the meme was, Phil, you had one fucking job not to let those dinos out. <laughs> that's a pretty intense job, though. That's a lot of dinosaurs. It is a lot of dinosaurs, especially when you think like they so much of what Spielberg was doing there was mixing CGI and puppetry. So he had like these weird pieces of dinosaurs that were puppets, you know, so like not even full dinos, but like an arm or a fucking head. And like you, um, that little girl from Poltergeist that he killed. Just kidding. 
I'm just kidding. Uh, you you always bring up that I said that a long time ago. He said that he was in, that he was a. Uh, I don't know what I said anymore. <laughs> kid, he was a uh, kid. No, I was gonna say. Oh, but another show that I watched. I watched Blood Machines. Finally, it's a three episode. It's only three episodes on Shutter. What is it? It's cool. It's really good. Like I like that dialogue. you're using Shutter, man. This is cool. The dialogue sucks. Like it's like the the story is not good at all, but the actual like um, CG and like the whole entire aesthetic of it and the music is banging. It's so like I'd a narrative. What does that mean? It's like a story. It's it's not like a documentary or something. Yeah, it's a, it's like I mean, a show. It's, no, it's a, no, it's a show. Yeah, What's it's called it Blood Machines. It takes place in the future, a different realm, and then like you know ships getting hijacked and running into a. Uh, a part of the universe or the galaxy that's a little bit more rogue and the machines are the, their actual ships are flying are truly alive and powered on blood. It's pretty weird. That's sick. Live action. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's called I, blood machine. Dude, I, they, I really recommend it. They, uh, they really stepped up their game lately. When they, when they first came out, we all got it. Cause it was like, you know, they were going to offer all the horror shit or whatever. And they had at one point they had the whole Scream Factory catalog and shit. And um, they fucking in the past couple of years have just become like such a like confident platform. Like they're so they have their own lane. Like I don't really I worry often about like Paramount Plus and Peak. Dude, it, it, there's four different places or three, three different places. You have to watch South Park now. It's spread over three different places. They're not, it's not all together, you know, and that's mm, annoying yeah. as fuck. Shutter's never going to have that problem because they're building it for this very contained, very niche ecosystem, and I like that a lot. They have a cool feature that I that I can get behind, especially since I don't watch much horror. I started wa- watching horror in the past seven years, uh, but they have one. They have that live the live TV aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, that's so, so get, cool. You don't know what to watch. You can just like put it on. It's like an actual film that everybody's watching at the same time. Yeah, and they, they choose. They choose really interesting shit to put on those live things, and they always do, like, neat genre days. Like, uh, the other day, the live thing was showing just folk horror, so, like, shit about witches in the woods and stuff and, like, beast or whatever. Not really for me, but, like, I thought it was neat that that's all that was going to play that day. Yeah. So, I need – I mean, I've been trying to get a little bit more into it. Maybe you can give me some recos on there, some recommendations on what, what to watch I'll on Shutter. everybody sure. a couple quick recos on there right now. Uh, there's two – there are there's one documentary series on there that is fucking like I couldn't I I sat down and started watching it one night just to see what it was and ended up binging both seasons before I went to bed. It's called Cursed Films. Then there's Cursed Films and Cursed Films Two, and uh, I, I think each season six episodes. Each episode focuses on a different movie that was cursed during filming or whatever. <clears throat> like twenty five thirty minute long episodes about poltergeist and all that shit with that girl and. Uh, uh, the Twilight Zone and when the people died on there, or the Crow or Wizard of Oz. It's just fucking fascinating. That one is like endlessly watchable. Um, but then movie wise, there's this tr- uh, this uh, franchise. Uh, What's the Cursed, series? Cursed films. Cursed films. Okay. Yeah, and then the second season just called Cursed Films too. Um, there's a a series of films that I, I was never really too into, but I thought had some really good parts called the called VHS. They're uh, anthology horror pictures. Um, so, like, they have like four stories with book ended by one through through line that plays through the whole picture. And um, there was three of them. And the first one was decent. And the second one was decent. And the third one was fucking awful. And they announced they were making this uh, VHS ninety four, 
It was all going to take place in 1994. And I just thought, you know, I'll give it a shot because it was going to be a Shudder exclusive now. So we watched it and it fucking bangs so hard. It's easily the best one. It's better than the the three that came before it. That's on Shudder. VHS 94. It's in just so much fun. It's super gory and super funny and dark. It has one or two moments that are like, oh, shit. But then the, the majority of it has like a fun vibe, you know, and kind oh, of sure. like a, I was sure talented enough to make that like pop up like right by your head and while you're talking about it. I don't think people actually do that live though. I think they go back and their editors do it. Well, I wish we weren't lazy enough. I wish we weren't so lazy where we just do it. Here's the thing. I'll just throw this out there for anyone who's listening and wants to hit me up and tell me what I did wrong here. I, when I edited this, so I edited the last episode, I put it into my program and what I had to do was I had to take both video files and put them together and then make sure the audio matched up. No, oh, sorry, not this last episode, but the one before it. Um, and the reason that we talk about so many videos in that episode, but nobody can see them, is because I put the video in there, and it's supposed to clip over to me showing the video and then clip back to us talking or whatever. And every time mm-hmm. I did that, those parts would just not change. The video wouldn't change, but the audio's there. So, like, you can hear us watching and talking about the videos, but this the, it never switches, and I could never figure it out. So, uh... Suck a dick. I'm pretty sure I know what you did wrong. Did you clip them? Yeah, I put the actual clip in the thing. So, like, not not from our recording. I went and downloaded well, each the clip. Video, the, video, the video or the picture you put on top of it probably just stayed, and you didn't clip it to go back to you and or, or me. I think what it's I whatever. did – I think what I actually did was I, I somehow needed to put opacity – on R2 so that you could see the video. I think the video may still be there, but it's hidden behind R2 images. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Did, yeah that's you know exactly I, mean? what I don't know. This is probably boring as fuck to everybody listening, but I promise, guys, I'm going to get better at it. I just re-got all the Photoshop or all the Adobe shit because I had to get it for this uh, collab I'm doing this weekend. So I got all that shit and I can do all the Final Cut and all that stuff now again or whatever cool. it's called. I mean, you know what they say, get a, the most expensive program you can so you don't use it. It's it's not even like that anymore. You can't just buy Photoshop. You can't just buy Adobe. You have to subscribe for a year. So I just went ahead and subscribed for another year. How much is it for a year? It's like $209 or something, but you pay by the yeah, but you pay by the month and you can't cancel. So it's like <laughs> Or it's 40 bucks a month, which would come out to like $500 a year. So I went with the cheapest one that, but I just can't cancel it for a year, but it's fine. This is so boring for everybody. It's going to, I'm just saying all this to say, I'm going to be able to edit shit better now. No, I'll I'll tell you some weird stuff. I did some pretty, uh, I went for a run the other day, two Uh days ago. Wait, what's going on, bro? You are, you're, you're all slow and shit. You seeing that? Yeah, you're good now. Yeah, it just got it got real weird there for a second. Um, about to get real weird. <laughs> yeah, dude. real weird, weirder. Um, so I went for a run the other day. Yeah, and like I was like, uh, I'm gonna go for a run. I haven't ran a couple. I've been riding my bike more, so I'm like, I'm not gonna. I haven't been for a run in a while. I'm gonna go for a run before this rain comes down. Got went to my normal spot and I start running about a mile in. Guess what happens? Starts coming down. So I even I wanted to stop running. <laughs> But I could. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's starting to lightning real bad. Where are and you? Thunder, huh? Are you like in a park or something? Or the moon? Yes, I'm in a. I'm. I'm on Town Lake. 
and I'm like, holy shit, man. And I go, uh, and I was just freaking running, dude. Like I, <laughs> I was so fucking tired. And like, I'm like, dude, I haven't ran this fast in a fucking in months. And I just like booked it, man. And I did like some, I actually had a pretty good time. And, I was, <laughs> and dude, every time he started like lightning, like, it lightning bursts and like the thunderclap within like three seconds. I'm like, holy shit, man. Fast, like, so it's like, yeah, I'm just like booking it, man. I could not get back sooner. So I did like three miles in 30 minutes, which is pretty good for my fat ass. And then, um, that's pretty good for anybody's fat ass. So I was just like, freaking, uh, I'm like, typically I go to the pool house right there at Deep Eddie Pool and I take a shower and then I go to work and it was flooded over. So I'm like, I can get in there, but I'm not gonna like just get dressed and then be come back in the pouring rain and have, and get my shoes soaking wet. Cause like, it was like probably a foot and a half deep of water. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, to get into the pool area or to get into the main way. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 The entrance, what the fuck main way pool. Uh, anyways, isn't it? so I'm like, isn't it? and so, um, Mopac was backed all the way up and everything. So I was like, I can't necessarily, I can't really go home. I got so much to fucking do. And it's like pouring rain. I'm like, I'm going to shower in the rain. <laughs> so I'm in the parking lot and I just like, started like, I didn't take my, I didn't like take my shorts off, but I just like, uh, I was getting it, man. I'll just like lather it up. Nobody. I mean, nobody was in the parking lot. Nobody was driving down. And I was like, uh, you know, I was really feeling it, man. And it was like, just like raining and just like getting it. But I had, my car was on and, uh, I have, um, you know, like sometimes your phone will automatically start playing like Apple Music yeah. or um, whatever the songs that you bought or whatever. Dude, just starts blaring the Stranger Things intro on, <laughs> on repeat. Dude, it was crazy. And I'm like covered in soap, just like patiently waiting for it to rinse off. I'm like doing like my freaking like mantras and prayers. And stuff. It was like real hippie shit, dude. But it was like, but the whole entire afternoon just turned into something like I've never really ever experienced. It was pretty damn wild. It was cool. That's it. I got to ask, though. It begs the question. You know, I never really thought about it till now. But if, if water is going up into the clouds and comes down as rain, is that just water from – was that clean at all? I highly doubt it. Highly. I Don't worry. That, that thought crossed my mind the entire time. Doc, I and got I was thirsty like, one time and tried to drink rain. And, <laughs> dude, I was – I like something, the mental, the, there was a mental block there. It hit my mouth and I just would not swallow it. I was like, I can't do this. Right. One time I was thirsty and I tried to drink rain. And the next thing you know, I was really thirsty because I didn't drink the rain. <laughs> I was even more thirsty because it was contrary, 90s. Contrary to popular belief. It's really hard to drink rain. Dude, it's hard to do anything with rain. Uh, hey, while, while I have this sitting next to me, do you know about these Coke flavors? I've been thinking about naming my firstborn uh, Rainman. <laughs> Not Rain Man, Rainman. Rainman. I like it. Rainman. Just because the name of Rain is so beautiful. Rainman. What is that? So, Coke. <laughs> Rainman. That's the name of the episode. You know, like, like Raymond? Yeah, like, Rain. like Ray everybody but, Raymond? Yeah, but everybody loves Rainman. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Everybody loves Rainman. 
<laughs> I already got the thumbnail and everything, bro. That's too good. Oh, by the way, hey, uh, I just want to announce this now, and I'll let Doug in on this too. This is a, I didn't uh, see it, but I believe you announcement. Uh, oh shit! Here we go. Do so, you want to give you one of these? Nope. Don't no, one. I don't want. I don't need it. Yeah, that that'll do it. Uh, so uh, you guys know I've been making shirts or whatever for my silly stuff. Um, there is a podcast that I love called How Did This Get Made? I've talked about them often. Um, and the way they've done their merch, I think, is very smart because. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you people in the crowd. Um, I think the way they do merch is really smart because, uh, they, they, I'm sure they have some, uh, like stuff they always have for sale or whatever with like a logo on it or what have you. But what they do is, uh, every once in a while, if they have a good enough joke in the podcast, they'll just go, all right, that's the new t-shirt. And they just make one and throw it up on T public, which is essentially like Redbubble, which is what I use. Um, so I'll be making shirts for some sporadic jokes some some real heaters and they'll go up on this website and we're not going to be making them or shipping them that's going to go through somebody else uh but we'll help you we'll walk you through it and all that stuff i'm going to get that set up this week and we'll have stuff for sale by the next episode who us <laughs> you and i mm -hmm. not not oh, our no. not our official like good merch but not that this won't be good merch, but this will be like, if we have a good joke during an episode, we can make a shirt and throw it up. And if people think that joke's funny enough to buy a shirt or like, you know, like a, the ones with Pazuzu, I don't think we're going to make that like official because that dude was pretty horrible. But we'll throw it up for like a 24 hour special or some shit like that. <clears throat> yeah, Pazuzu, the Pazuzu, the Pazuzinator. Yeah, I showed that one to a few people and they all basically were like, well, it looks sick, but that dude was... um not a good guy, huh? And I was just like, yeah, yeah. but who's going to know who it is, though? It's not even, even if you do know who it is, doesn't mean you're wearing it saying, hey, I'm wearing this shirt because I want to go oh, I agree. shit in the corner of my house and then kill people in my basement. It's a, well, I, I wear I a natural born because a great movie. <laughs> right, but they weren't real people, I think would be the argument there. I don't care. Well, I mean, I have a shirt that says. I have a shirt. One of my favorite shirts has a John Wayne Gacy painting on it. Doesn't mean I fucking like John Wayne Gacy. I have a shirt with Mickey Mouse uh, holding his cut off dick, and it says "fuck it, cut your dick off." So I guess like <laughs> my well, it's my favorite shirt that I can't wear. I was just talking to my buddy uh, Meth Syndicate the other day, telling him because he did this sick ass shirt, and it's got the Goodfellas logo on it. But it's just a picture of the close-up of Polly doing the garlic. And I was like, yo, this is hard as hell. And I messaged him and told him, like, dude, I'm so grateful you made this. Because I love his shit. But lately, he has been fucking R-rated, like, heavily R-rated shirts. And I just can't wear them. They're so funny, though. Like, he has one that says, like, be gay, do crime, go to the general and save some time. <laughs> and, like, uh, <laughs> one with the Mothman on it, and it says, "I suck, I, I suck the Mothman's dick in West Point, Virginia, or whatever." Like, oh yeah, he has one, like the Red Devil or something yeah, like that I suck too. The right? Red Devil's dick in whatever New Jersey. Like, he's fucking funny, dude. But I can't wear that shit around. Like, dude, you know, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I never even finished dude. with this stupid Coke thing. God damn it! Oh yeah, let's go. Tell okay. me about the Coca Cola. They put out. They're putting out these limited edition flavors. Okay, and I think everybody saw the space one. It was called Starlight. Yeah, Starlight, and it was, I believe, vanilla and berry was what I walked away thinking it. And vanilla I, berry. I, I did not hate it, but I did not finish my bottle of it. Uh, it tasted like flat 
vanilla cherry yes. coke. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Flat vanilla cherry. Vanilla cherry. It's almost as if they're like, it's going to be a lot cheap. It's like, hey, we just fucked up a shit ton. <laughs> There's no carbonation in this. <laughs> it's like, we, we, it's going to be a lot cheaper for us to print a new label than it would be to dump all this out. I would have believed that, but it seems like they think they actually are onto something because this is now the second limited edition release. It has replaced Starlight. So anywhere that sold Starlight no longer has it, they have this new flavor. It's called Dream World, and this one says the flavor is Dream. Dream flavor. (laughs) And this is what I love about this. It's bizarre. The space one said space flavored. This one says Dream flavored. There is not a single word on this about what the flavors are. Not a single fucking word. So you just have to gamble that they that they don't fucking put you know well, asshole. It probably flavor. has. Well, it probably doesn't have a single natural flavor in there, so That's they don't have fair. to tell you. That's fair. So let me tell you what this one is: flat vanilla mango, and not good mango, white claw mango, like that hint of oh, mango. God. This is the nastiest goddamn drink I have ever fucking had. I've had, look how much is in here. I've had this for a week, and it's like full, bro. It's awful. I'll take a sip of it right now for the people. What do you mean? That's <laughs> it for a week and it's not empty. Typically, if you, you drink that much of it the same day, you're like, I don't like this. You just throw it away. Nah, dude, because like, I wanted well, to talk about it. A week. I got 20 ounces of shitty cola. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll finish it this week. This is, I have that's a not a thing anybody thinks. I have a podcast. No, you're a guest on my podcast. You have a podcast. <laughs> you have a podcast. You have a we podcast. Have a, we have, we do have a podcast. We have a podcast. Can we just talk Sorry. about here? I'll mute it, but can we just talk about this? You don't have to mute it. T- t- turn down. The, turn turn the sound back on. The reason. The reason I was asking you to stop is because I was speaking. Oh, my bad. I don't think I even realized. <laughs> it the intro of the show. I don't think I knew. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, shit. You reading any well, books? I was just listening. <laughs> Am I ever? Am I ever? <laughs> Fucking Poindexter right, over here. Well, tell, tell, <laughs> tell them what you're tell, – tell the customers in the Sugma Nuts what you're just sh- showing them. Oh, for the people who can't see, right. Um, so for the people who can't see, um, Caroline, my wife, she uh, does promotions for um, films for different studios and what have you. And uh, for the Jordan Peele movie, Nope, they sent her a really great package that had a bunch of these. If you've seen the movie or you've seen the um, the marketing for it, you know that these wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube men play a pretty big part in the marketing and, and in the actual film itself. And they sent us a couple of these that I just think they're fucking awesome. Like, who wouldn't want to play with a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube, man? And uh, so I thought that was pretty neat that they sent that our way. Yeah, cool. I'll, don't even have to repeat that to me. I'll just rewatch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy you brought it up, man. Uh, so I, well, I was reading that Tour de France book, and I, and I really, the, 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 the oh my f- malfunction major malfunction not compute uh the last book that I showed y'all was um the East Ender I'll do these I was way what'd off. you say the East Ender I was way off 
the orange and, book, right? And yeah, and it's really good and compelling. And I just like, uh, but the thing is, you have to know a lot about cycling and a lot about um, like old school riders where the stories and stuff take place because they don't really, he doesn't go into detail or he doesn't give you a, a quick rundown of who I the hate, person I is. I hate when books do that, man. I get that they exist for certain people, but I can't stand that. Well, it's just a short book, so he has to, you know, he's just pushing no, no, through it. No, I get it. it. You know I mean? get it. So, so it's like, uh, or that's, I mean, I think that's what that is. So it's like I have a lot of. It's just taking a lot more time, and cycling season is still on. the 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 Vuelta España is happening right now, but I'm not really watching it. I'm just keeping up with highlights. So you know what I mean. So I'm like, I'll just put it on the counter, put it on the shelf. I've got I'm 100 pages in. It's real fun. I'll pick it up throughout the year, and then when next cycling season comes, starts back up, or whenever the next Tour de France, I'll you know I'll have a companion piece to read with. Sure. It. I think that was pretty articulate. That what was I very just said. articulate. Yeah, I thought that was really nice. See what happens when you read books, kids. <laughs> you learn how to speak good. So I, I don't know. Um, forgive me. I don't know who this person is. I just did. I just did the whole the classic go in the bookstore, grab something off the shelf because it looks cool on one of these. So you know, I think it goes in suit. But I don't know who the author is or anything. But it's a national bestseller. But if you're, gonna, I don't want to show you this and be like, oh. Fuck her or something. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I got this. Oh, fuck her. No, just kidding. I, that's awesome. I love that book. That was uh, Caroline. Yeah, Caroline ran that whole section at Half Price. So she would always pull the dope looking ones. I haven't read that. No, but I I, I know that book. We, she, we used to sell it. I'm not saying that I was like looking for a controversial book. I just like, oh, a book literally called Area 51 and it's a national bestseller. It was apparently nominated for a Pulitzer Prize and everything. Oh, so, shit. and Annie Jacobson. So I was like, you know, just reading all the blurbs and stuff. I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And so I already read the prologue and that's how far I am in. And it's freaking tight and so i'm looking forward to this essentially it's just um the history and existence of area 51 and everything that the, that a journalist could cram into it and it's supposed to be it claims to be completely real that's so i'm um, so i'm looking at her uh wiki right now so that's 2011 i'd be interested if she would go and add some fucking uh some annotations to it with like the stuff that's out now especially with this week where they were announcing that the uh, government's going to focus their military's full funding towards the UFO stuff, which I thought was like a pretty bold declaration. Um, yeah, you see, it's just they're just trying just to fit in with lady all the kids on the internet. They are. They're just doing their hello fellow kids thing. I I fucking agree, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, this girl seems awesome, man. Her wiki is dope. Uh, she's got. She hasn't really done much lately. She parties a lot. It says. So right. she says she likes to party. Do you want me to move on or you want to tell me what you're reading? Oh, I'm not reading. I don't read. You used to read all the time. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed right now. Uh, you know that movie Heat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you ever seen it? No. Really? Doug, you would fucking love that movie. That is the most manly dope. Like, it's, it's so good. It's so good. I don't know why I said manly. Exactly. I don't know. I know. What? I don't, Am I come off as word the for it. guy you've ever met? No. Do no, I no. like walk around like just like fucking oozing manliness? I, I guess what I mean is it's a it's one of those movies where as a dude you watch it and the way they handle stuff that dudes do and say is pretty realistic and on point. You know what I mean? Like there's dudes conversations in that where you go for sure. Uh, anyway, I don't <laughs> even know what I mean by that. <laughs> I guess I just mean it's a realistic movie. Anyway, very fucking good movie. 
uh, from 1995 or some shit. Val Kilmer, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Michael Mann directed it. Uh, he just released out of nowhere a sequel to it in book form called Heat 2 1988-2000. And uh, the, the 4K for Heat just came out last week, and I watched it two days ago. And uh, I wanted to buy the book today, but my new job is sold out of it, and Amazon... Uh, won't deliver it till September 24th. And so I called the library and they're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. So I, scro I strolled down there and they were like, oh, we don't have it. And uh, so I'm not reading it. So I'm not reading a book, but I, I wanted to be fascinating. I know. Really cool. Real cool, Joel. Who's, cough ah! who's coughing over there? Huh? Are you, I keep hearing somebody coughing. I I'm not coughing. Weird. Maybe no. Maybe oh, it's there is. I I wasn't paying. Yes. Forgive me for the coughings in the back. I no. I don't. It wasn't like that. I just I couldn't tell if it was coming from me or coming from you. Hey, did you ever watch Community? No, but I have been watching. Uh, I, I mean, I want, the clips come up and stuff like that. That's fair. So I'm reading this other book. I mean, this other book I picked up that you probably know. Isn't didn't I recommend you that one? The Devil in the White City. I think so. I think you did. I think that's like I the already first know book I told H. you to read. I already know a lot about H.H. H. Holmes on my own, like just uh, nerding out. But I, I can only have a feeling what I've heard about this. A lot of the stuff I know about him probably came from this book. So I'm really excited to read it. It's, right? Yeah. I mean, that's an extremely popular book. I tried to – I picked it up and tried to read it when I worked at the bookstore, and I, I found it to be very dry. To the point of like, I, w I was pretty bored trying to like get into it, but I'm sure it's good once you get into it. It's just a lot of people and places. And like, for me, like I need a good hook almost immediately if you're going to lay so much fucking detail on me. Cause otherwise I'm just like, what is this leading to? It's the same thing with Dune. Dune is just chock full of fucking extraneous details. That's like, yeah, like the first book, the first <laughs> Dune book is freaking a blast. And I'm still, I still have an hour left in the audio book of uh, children of Dune, the second edition. Oh no, that's uh Dune Messiah. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, dude, it's so hard to fucking listen to. It's so boring. Dude, even like when they drop the atomic bomb and stuff like that, and uh, and Muad'Dib gets his eyes burned out and stuff, that's obviously riveting, and that's like, oh shit! And that Twi'leksu are introduced and stuff like that. That's pretty damn cool. Um, I didn't even tell you about my band idea. Oh, tell me about your band. Tell me about your bad idea. My bad idea. You got a bad idea. <laughs> got a bad oh i got a bad idea but it feels just feels so good hey if being bad is wrong baby i don't want to be right <laughs> <laughs> if this is torture chain me to the wall remember that and uh, what was that movie oscar and uh company oscar no we're not oscar. fucking oliver, oliver. <laughs> what the fuck is oscar company what's oliver and company oh the cats why do I worry? Why do I care? I thought you, I was about to start singing fucking memes. No worries <laughs> for the rest of my days. <laughs> no, it's fucking uh, yeah. It's it's Billy Joel. Uh, Shit, why, yeah, do why do and I get air? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Billy Joel, dude. He bangs man. Piano yeah. man. Hell yeah! Sing me a fucking song, dude. <laughs> Hey, fucking piano man, play me a piano! Imagine, like, just being at a Billy Joel concert, so it's like, Babe, 
play piano man, piano man. Or he's calling him piano man. And he's just like, all right, guys. And then he's like, bitch. Good story. What about that actual video that exists of him playing piano man and then jumping up and throwing his piano? Hey, man, I'm not trying to throw anybody. Uh, I'm not trying to like label anybody as a fucking uh, risk to the public or anything. We all made bad choices back in the day. We talk about that all the time sure. on this show. And, uh, you know, but. Remember the time Billy Joel drove into a house, literally drove his car through a house, and then they when they got away pretty much scot free and did an interview like on like uh, twenty twenty or something like that, a face to face. Like Billy tells me he's like, "I am an alcohol abuser." That's what his. That's funny. That's how he got out of all of it. But by calling himself an alcohol, like by admitting he's an, a, that he abuses alcohol. It's like, dude, you drove your car into a stranger's house. Dog, hold on with this real quick, because not only did, dude, so not only did he fucking do that. Let me read you the actual log line for that crime that, that most news places <laughs> went with. Let's go. Singer Billy Joel was involved in his Third car accident in two years Sunday when he slammed into a house on a wet road on Long Island. No one was seriously injured. There was no evidence that alcohol and drugs were involved, and Joel was not suspected of any crime. However, the Glide magazine headline is pretty good because in the early 2000s, online headlines were fucking wild. They were straight up inflammatory most of the time. This one, (laughs) Billy Joel drunk crashes car yet again. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! New York Post headline in all caps: Billy's latest smash crashes car into home. <laughs> and the dude, they wonder why everybody's so fucked up. Post nine eleven, we were just so cruel to everybody. What year was that? What year was that? So we just went to war. Everybody's just like the American dream is dead. We're fucking, everything is weird. Chappelle shows number one. Everything is just, the world was such a weird spot in, tw- in 2004. Headlines were just imagine, nuts. Like, and somewhere, dude, just imagine, like, somewhere Hulk Hogan was fucking that dude's wife. And it was getting yeah, filmed sure. at that same time. But he, you ever hear that? You ever see that little blurb interview of that guy? Sure have. The guy. Billy? Yes. So is that his name? Billy the Love Sponge, bro. Bubba the Love Sponge. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I pretty much. Did set that up. He's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot. This dude was famous for being on the radio. Gave his wife to literally the man's man. Come on, brother. What are you doing? What are you? He's Hulk Hogan. He could fuck anybody. Why are you giving him your wife? I mean, and like, what kind of person gives somebody? Yeah, hold on. You can't give somebody your wife. wife. That's not even a thing you know. Sure, you should be able to do. Give my wife. If I were your wife, I'd be like, no, you're not. Yeah, no, that's not Uh, how this works. But then maybe that is how it works for rich people because all the comments on that video are like, is this how it works for rich people? Just giving each other shit. Anybody. Uh, With that said, well, not with that said. uh, If you think about Billy Joel, let's imagine sitting at home and all of a sudden, like, a horrible accident happens. Luckily, your whole family's okay. You go to see what's going on. And all of a sudden, you're going to see, like, there's a car. You know, in your fucking living room, you're like, holy shit. And you just hear, like, muffled because the doors are still closed. You just hear, 
<laughs> I was gonna say he's in there playing the piano, and that's why he crashed. He's got a fucking grand piano on his lap. His, his dashboard is a piano, and then like he opens the door, doesn't, and he's like still buzzed. He doesn't realize the music's on, so it's just oh, shit. I want it. He's just like, oh, hey, I'm Billy. I'm the piano man. He's got the an- he's got like, the animated cat in the car, like in Last Action Hero. Oliver's in there, drunk as fuck, dancing. Everybody's just like, and then he's just like, he knows he's been. This is his third time to be in the situation. He's like, I know exactly what to do. And he just like, everybody, come on, the piano man. And he's like, just like, why should I worry? And the whole and family like, singing. Oh, now the whole family's singing though. They're into it at this yeah, point. They're like, they're like, all right. The kids right. especially. Actually, the kids like, love it. The kids are like, yeah. And she's like, We're gonna- but it starts off a little bit awkward, but like, all right. Next thing you know, like they're in this crashed house and like the cops show up and they're like, what is going on? Like Billy Joel surprised us with the private concert in our home. And Billy's like, yeah, it's what I do. Don't look up. Any- he- Don't look up anything. What kind of car do you think he was driving when he crashed? I'm going to say Cadillac. Nothing, gonna nothing's going to prepare you for the picture of what he actually crashed. Ford, just, please I, tell me of course. Just, just Google Billy Joel drove into a house and it's the first picture. Dude, I wish that this platform would get this screen sharing save. Bill, type this exactly. Billy Joel drove into a house and then go to images. And then we'll tell the people what it is. It literally doesn't look. (laughs) It's a purple. It's like a deep purple 1950s era Volkswagen Beetle four door. And it literally looks like he just bumped into the house. I think we should clarify (laughs) because literally two weeks ago, Anne Hayes crashed into somebody's house for real, for real. And is dead. Passed away, right? Yeah, but yo, bro, that's crazy. That whole thing is crazy. I, we have about twelve minutes. I can go down a rabbit hole real quick and take you with me. So you can talk. So there is nobody. You can talk as long as you want, buddy. That's fair. That's as fair. I don't know want. why I did that. I'm sorry, Dougie. Here, let me give you my apologies. Yeah. There you go. All right. Dude, you you have been apologizing full lately, bro. I'm just making bro, I'm my. Like, hey, I'm making my penance. I'm like, hey, have you seen this movie? No, I haven't. I'm sorry. Or like, hey, what time did you? What, uh, hey, got a movie? Oh, I was taking a shit. I'm sorry. So you're apologizing for everything. I'm like, dude, I really appreciate these apologies. You don't have to give that. You don't have to hand them out, bro. I just, I am just a kind person. Also, I'm back in, I'm back in a customer facing job, and I'm texting you all that shit while I'm faking nice for eight hours. So I kind of just stay in that zone. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is this dickhead bugging me with now? I'm just kidding. I fucking love. I love the millions of. Bitches. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Um, I'm joking, but now it's just awkward. Uh, piano man. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let me tell you this Anne Hache rabbit hole real quick. Okay, and I and I want to preface like I think it's very sad what happened, and I think it's really sad that that woman's house is not livable now, and I think her kids that really sucks. She has kids. I don't think they were young. I think they're probably old, but that still sucks for them. Uh, so Anne Hache. I'm going to try to to get all this as succinct as possible. Was a pretty big star in the mid-90s. She did a few pictures. Uh, Volcano, opposite Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Six Days, Seven Nights with Harrison Ford. She was in a, a few things. When Ellen came out as gay, uh, and for those of you who uh, aren't American or who don't remember this era it was just a completely different era and when ellen came out as gay there was like massive backlash 
from from advertisers and from like religious groups. And uh, she had a show on TV at the time, and that like really, in some ways, helped its legacy, but in most ways, hurt its it hurt its immediate time on television. But I remember that episode. Yeah, so do I. Was, uh, I remember that whole lead up to that. I remember the like week of interviews leading up to it and shit. It was a monumental yeah. thing uh, and um, game changing. It changed the whole landscape of that. Uh, but she came out and announced that she was in a relationship with Anne Hage, and that immediately tanked Anne Hage's career. So I, I didn't realize that, but she really you, you, you realize like oh yeah, she really wasn't in much after that. Which is weird because those were two pretty big movies with two huge leading men at the time, especially Harrison Ford. And uh, she was decent, man. She had a nice quirky personality and she was a little different than the yeah. main like leading ladies at that time. And uh, so anyway, that really tanked her career. But she had a fucked up childhood. Her dad was this crazy religious nut who ran a conversion therapy camp where he so like, nice. yeah, so there's like this whole like legacy of abuse in her family and all this shit. That's Right, oh, man. So, I I hear about that shit. God, it's terrible. Just, it's terrible. Just, so yeah. she grew up in that, and she runs away from that, and she goes to Hollywood, and she gets some success in soap operas, makes those movies, comes out with with Ellen. Her career goes down the tank. She has a mental breakdown, <clears throat> and she walks into somebody's house uh, in California and tells them that. Uh, hold on, and hey. She walks into somebody's house. She's like, "I had the best banana pudding recipe you'll ever ha that you could ever imagine." Then she just goes in the kitchen, and just starts making banana pudding, and they're like, "Man, is this Anne Hache?" Okay, so uh, this was from an article. You know what the crime really was? It wasn't the best banana pudding. <laughs> that's that's the real crime. That is a real crime. Uh, so this is, article was written in two thousand one, and I want to preface this by saying that, like, much like I was joking about the headlines in that two thousand four Billy Joel article. People were needlessly cruel to celebrities in the early 2000s, okay? I'm, just, I'm like laughing out of nervousness because I do have no idea okay. what's about to well, come out Let me mouth. just say, like, now this headline alone would never happen. But because now sure. we, we have empathy and we look at people a little bit closer. Do we? Yeah, we try. But sep holy shit. So this was September 6th, 2001. So, Damn. So September 6th. 2001 this article comes out called the crazy world of Anne Heche and it's uh it's so basically she is promoting a, a, a memoir called call me crazy okay and it's detailing oh, call me crazy it's de I don't know why I'm doing this I'm sorry it's this your fun it's detailing all of her terrible life uh her abuse from her father she got herpes from her father uh her father Jeez. was her father was gay but also ran that conversion camp. He got AIDS and died from HIV. Uh, uh, when she was 25, she believed that she was a creature called Celestina, a reincarnation of God from a planet called the fourth dimension. Cause I guess she wasn't very good with creative names. <laughs> the fourth dimension. Um, on Oscar night, 1997, she met Ellen DeGeneres and they slept together and she called it the best sex she ever had. I don't know why that's in this article. Um, but, uh, they had a three-year relationship. It ended in August 2000. Here we go. The day after their breakup, Heche was found wandering door-to-door -door in Fresno, California, high on ecstasy. She, was, she says, I was told to go to a place where I would meet a spaceship. I was told in order to get on the spaceship that I had to take a hit of ecstasy. And the good news following the Fresno incident... Uh, hey, she vowed to put, pull her life together. No more voices, no more spaceships. I'm here. I could not be more elated in my life. That's 2001. 
So then she puts that book out and people just make fun of her for like five or six years. She's just the butt of jokes. Anne Hayes is an alien. She's crazy. Yeah, because oh, it, we, because we weren't nice about shit like that back then. That's kind of a whole yeah. point. So so anyway, so she yeah. she fucking uh, very clearly was having another fucking mental break in the past like few months, and uh, she's just been acting erratic and shit. And I don't know if you've looked into that crash at all, but it's fucking insane. So she wrecks earlier in that day, and people get it on video. She wrecks into like mm-hmm. a storage locker. Okay, and all these people are run up to the car going, stop, get out of the car. You wrecked. Don't drive off. Get out of the car. And they're at her window. And she's just like, ah, and she just looks so like out of it, you know, and she bashes. She backs out. She burns out. And that's the last time we see clear video until she gets to the street that I swear to God, dude, it's like your your parents house street. Okay, that that residential. Okay. Someone's ring yeah. cam, you hear this fucking like sounds like a buzzing sound, and then literally, like a shot from Fast and the Furious or some shit. Boom! So fast you got if you blink, you miss it, bro. She's through the whole fucking widescreen frame in a split second, and then like half a second later you hear a huge explosion. Cause she went directly into this house. Right? Damn. So she she was burning alive. And she uh she got out of the car or they got her out of the car and they had to wrap her in this burn thing. Right. And there's a video of her busting out of it when they're trying to put her in the hospital or whatever. So like the news is covering all this cause it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. And then they reveal like it, we're getting word like this is Anne Heche. and I'm watching all this like, excuse me, this is nuts. Cause the crash hit Reddit like almost immediately. Cause the, the, it was such a violent crash. Right. And it like, exploded this very rich, nice house. And there's this awful video of this person busting out of what looks like a body bag, but we learned later was a burn wrap, but she's like bust. And then they're like, and it's this actress. And I was like, what the fuck? And then she died. But like that sent me down that rabbit hole. She had the most fucked up life, bro. And nobody knew it's so crazy. What you you really don't know about folks, bro. She was so like hurt. She was she had a yeah, crazy that's life. A, that's a Dude, man. and the wild thing is she came back in like the 2010 and made a like a soft, almost a softcore porno with Ashton Kutcher called Stretch. And I thought she was like so hot in it. I'm just, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> well, RIP to Ann Hayes. That I mean, I, it really is terrible to hear. I don't know why that. the fuck but, I ended it on saying that, but y'all should check out that. But y'all should check out that movie though. It is a kind of a good movie. Ashton Kutcher's pretty good in it yeah, too. I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check out Stretch. Uh, yeah, but hey, sending good vibes her way. Hopefully that her journey to the astral plane are smooth and you know. Maybe she's in fourth dimension and, now. Yeah, maybe she's. Dude, maybe that's the thing. Uh, maybe like whatever you believe in, that you just end up there. So if I want to go to the desolation cell with a caged demon named the Syndicate and hang out with him after I die, then that's where I'm going. <laughs> me and the <laughs> me and the Syndicate are going to hang out in our desolation cell in the void, <laughs> sipping Dude, on blood crystals. What? Holy shit! Wasn't she in a movie that like she played like a muse and all these dudes were like trying to get her to all these artists and stuff were trying to like date her and stuff so she could like inspire them? No, that's the wasn't it called? Muse? That's Sharon Stone, bro. 
Oh, jeez. I get Anne and Sharon Stone Sharon mixed Stone's up a, all the time. Sharon Stone was a fucking fox, man. Yikes. Yeah, dude. I have, well, yeah, unfortunately, I have a book that I'm reading. Actually, I do have a book right now. Uh, I'm reading Danny Trejo's uh, autobiography, and I've also got her autobiography. Uh, and hers is like, fun hers is oh. not quite Anne Hache levels, but is not fun to read. So I think I'm probably just going to return it. Fun fact, one time Joel and I were standing on a corner in Hollywood and Danny Trejo drove by in a white Land Rover or Range, Ra- Ranger, Land Ranger. And then what I was called. Uh, yep. And then I saw him in the Christmas parade uh, in almost the exact same spot. And nobody clapped when his car came by because it had just been a much bigger celebrity. I can't remember who now. And people were freaking out about him. And then his car came up and I went machete. And he looked at me and went and I was like, yes, yes. And that uh, was like such a good moment for me. Uh, Yes, yes, you are. Yes. You are machete. It's you, motherfucker. Uh, his book's fucking crazy, um, and and really good. If you like the movie Blood and Blood Out, uh, minus the white dude, uh, his book's fucking good. Just good old L.A. like streets uh, story, and then the, obviously like a really great redemption arc in there too. Isn't he? Isn't he uh, the white guy in there? Uh, what's his name in the movie? Uh, but isn't he isn't written in there that he is half white? I, I, like he's not just a white guy casted as a no. Damien Chapa is it's, it's, the actor's Damien Chapa. Uh, fucking what's his name? But he says a ama- He says Damien Chapa. Sure he's not I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like dog. I don't. I don't think he is. Um, he's an American actor. It, it says he's German. He's Mexican, Italian, German, and Native American. So what the fuck do I know? Um, but he yeah, was also. Say, what the hell is- he was also Ken in Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, but he's Mi- he he's Mickey O. It says he's Mickey O in uh, in uh, Blood and Blood. But he has amazing lines like "I may be white on the outside, but I'm brown on the inside." Home Leonda for life. Uh, I fucking love that movie so much, dude. <laughs> Great movie. But you know, um, he did like uh, tra- a traveling show, like a um, not a broad a play, and then um, and it, I think he went to Victoria, like in the when we we're still in high school. Really? I think so. He has a think fucking so. documentary called Miklo. Blood in, blood out. An inside look at my role as Miklo. That's fucking tight. I like that. I like we that should watch too. it. Dude, I'll fucking watch that shit as soon as we're done here. The funniest shit is that... No, the, follow us on Twitch. Watch it with us on Twitch. The funniest shit is that Paco is fucking Benjamin Bratt. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That movie's got uh, a lot of where, people that were actually pretty gangster, and you look at it and you're like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Except like Billy Bob Thornton, I always fucking forget he's in there. Yeah. What about uh? So we got our little boy Ray- Raymond, and we can have Rainman, 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 Rainman. And what about uh, Twitchard? Twitchard? I like it. Uh, yeah. I, I've been. I have a fake. In bits. I have a oh, fake. Don't forget about orbit. Orbit. Bits. Bits and orbit. <laughs> You don't remember? No, you don't remember your your make believe kid orbit. You're like bits, bits. come back, bits, bits. And uh, uh, I have this fake character uh, I, I bring up to Caroline sometimes named Todrick. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't really have a backstory or anything. I just always I always bring him up in her stream because everybody's like, who the fuck is Todrick? Hey, I want to hear more about these drinking these blood crystals too. Oh, you ever sip on any Maybe. blood crystals to up your HP? Make sure you have that. Maybe make sure you have that locked and loaded for the next mm-hmm. one. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of I Didn't See It, but I Believe You. I'm, I'm Joel, and if you click up here, you can watch last week's episode.
And if you click here, you can subscribe. And we really appreciate it. if you did. And listen to us. Leave us five-star reviews on all platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, whatever. Thanks. Bye.